who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to episode 82 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas and with me is eric sanchez how's it going it's going great good it's cool. going super great. Super great. Yep. Today's show, we are going to do a, a fun topic, and I'll get into it in a second, kind of my background on picking it. I don't really even tell you why I picked this. We also have a special guest interview with our friend, Carrie. Uh, you know him as the squared circle guy or the collar elbow guy, front row at shows. Lives in Hawaii now, but he's going to SummerSlam this year, and we just have some fun stories we go over about the SummerSlam travel package, SummerSlam pass he's been to, stuff like that. Always good to have him on for the big tentpole events, as I like to call them, as mm-hmm. WWE has. This is your first time listening to us. We really appreciate that. You can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcast from. You subscribe, and we will go right to your feed, your phone, iPod, iPhone, Android, computer, whatever else you want. Yeah, BlackBerry. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you got Nokia podcasts at your work, at your desk, getting you through the day, through your commute, anything like that. Yeah. Really appreciate that. You want to support the show? Whatamaneuver.net. You can pick up a t-shirt. We have several designs there. I was thinking of a new design and tell me, this will be funny to like four people in the entire world, but remember, and I don't know how the design would go, but remember at WrestleMania 7 mm-hmm. when they're interviewing backstage with Regis? He's like, you know, I love, I love them all, Gene. The Hulk. You know, Hulkamania lives. <laughs> yeah. So I want to get <laughs> just as the Hulka. Uh-huh. I think it'd be funny, like four people in the world, okay. but those four people would love it. So if you guys could think of a just design Hulka. that says the Hulka, mm-hmm. you know, maybe with a character or something like that, let me know and I will put that on a t shirt. Or maybe in the Hulkster font. Or maybe in the WrestleMania 7 font. Maybe. Either way. Okay. The Hulka, Hulka rules. How about Hulka rules? All right. That, that might be too close to copyright infringement. We'll see. I would like to say the Hulk, Hulkamania lives, but the Hulkamania is, is, is you know, is obviously yeah. copyrighted. We can't do that. We could do the Hulk in, in Hulkamania font. Okay. The like Hulk. Like the, uh, you know, the, the newer one with the, like the flame type of bottoms on the font. The flame bottoms. Well, it's, it's not like the straight impact font. Uh-huh. It's got like the, like the new, the past 10 years, 15 years he's been doing, it's got like that real squiggly stuff at the bottom. Well, our friends at Fully Pulled will have a t-shirt that says slang in it in the yellow and red, like mm-hmm. the slang in it in the Hulkamania fonts, maybe something like that. Okay. We'll take a look at that. I think that's it as far as propers, right? I think so. Support the show. Leave a, leave a review on iTunes too, if you want. Yeah. That'd Buy a shirt. Yeah. Maybe, uh, just follow just follow us on Twitter. Inter- interact <laughs> with Twitter. That's the best part. And send DMs, send tweets, all that fun stuff. Uh, this week's show, please. <laughs> just this week's show, please. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into this week's show, a couple. What of episode th- is this? Eighty-two. Okay. And we've got a lot of memories. I was looking back at some of our old pro- shows. Uh, I was going to do a show this week. I'm like, let's do SummerSlam '93. I'm like, you know, I think we did that one, and we did. Mm-hmm. I look back, we did SummerSlam '93. 
Uh, before we get into this week's show, a couple shout-outs and thank yous to our friends and podcast buddies. First off, uh, our friends at the Our Vantage Point podcast, they are just as crazy about weird wrestling facts and stuff as you and I are. Okay, uh, like what? Well, for example, on last week's show, we were talking about a few a few different things, like a few different... Uh, let me know. Let me just pull it up here. Let me pull up some okay. of the things. So, because on our SoundCloud page, there is a comment section, and our friends at OVP Podcast were were nice enough to uh, go ahead and let us know of some of our errors. And oh, okay. It just it, it just like ridiculous stuff. And hold on, I'm gonna hit pause here real quick so I can find it. Okay, so our friends at the Advantage Point Podcast did a few uh, corrections and omissions from last week's show. So first off, we were talking about Zeus when he showed up. He says, mm-hmm. Zeus showed up in May. So thank you for the correction there. Uh, and I, I responded with impressive Zeus's knowledge. And of course, somebody has to be. Another one thing, we were talking about the dubbed over theme of Rick Rude. Uh-huh. And the network version is actually his original 87 theme uh, dubbed over the famous one. And then he okay. said, aren't you glad I'm listening? And another one, Survivor. So he says, so this I'm going to fight him on because he says Survivor Series 96 had an updated logo, which they might have, but the Coliseum video cover had the classic logo. So I'm going right. to stick to him on that. So you're both right. I'm right. <laughs> okay. And then we were talking about Larry. Is there going to be an uh, mo- omission where he puts in, uh, I'm right. <laughs> Maybe. And we were talking about Barry Darso, our friend, the Repo yeah. Man Smash. Right. We were, you were, we were saying, where was he before this? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was Crusher Kerstovich at the NWA before he was Smash. Yeah, I remember that. And then another thing we were talking about, why the hell did the Hearts lose to the Brain Busters, even though it was a non-title match? And according to Arvage Point, a.k.a. Dave Meltzer, from what he heard, uh, the hearts lost because they were going to keep them apart and basically had been since WrestleMania five, the rest of the year. I said, still, the, still the wrong move. And then what's funny is the brain busters were gone by November. Anyways, didn't matter. Yeah. He didn't get that from Meltzer. I just like calling him Meltzer. Okay. They have a lot of fun, uh, sound drops on their show. One of my favorites, Dave Meltzer saying match match. Great match. Have you ever heard Meltzer talk? No, I mean, I have, but I just haven't noticed his like little, Idiosyncrasies. Yes. Not so, not enough to have him have him annoy me. Okay. So I listen to more cornet. Really? There's things that I'm picking up, like he says. I'll and, get into cornet in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came up on my Twitter feed randomly for something. Uh, but thanks to our friends, the Vantage Point Podcast. Check them out for fun retro wrestling, retrospective countdowns, and ridiculous wrestling stuff. If you like our show talking about stupid wrestling things, you'll like theirs as well. OVP, OVP Podcast on Twitter. You can find them there. And then also our friends of the Fully Posable Podcast I mentioned earlier. And that ties into one, the Slang in It font shirt. And two, Eric and I made a couple deals with figures before the show started. I, gave, yep. I got him a Macho Man Slim Jim figure. And I got him a Lex Luger Elite Narcissist, or as Bobby Heenan calls it. Narcissist. Narcissist figure. And uh, I had an extra one, and I was going to sell it somewhere else. I'm like, you know what? Eric would like this. So it's a good thing. And I do. I told you, well, yesterday I was doing some dusting, and I I pulled all my figures, Funko figures, Mattel figures, just everything. I just pulled them off the shelf. I cleaned all the shelf. Then I had to, like, reset, like, everything. I don't know, because the way things were set up has been like that for a while. Cleared everything off, put everything back. So I opened up enough room to where I had Funkos before, uh, pop figures, and I just opened them up. So I just started laying in the yeah. uh, the figures, standing them up. And the more I was doing it, the more it started to look like you know a, a tribute to the ninety one ninety two Rumble uh, Royal Rumble posters. Okay. I'm like, you know what? I need a Lex Luger. So then I, I was Luger wasn't on the posters. No, but it was just something that I wanted, like from that time period. Okay. So. 
Thank you. I didn't know this was going to come up, but I'm glad it did. You know, I'm glad it did too. I'm glad Lex <laughs> is going to a good home. Everyone yeah. knows I'm a big Lex Luger fan. Mm-hmm. One of the only ones out there, but I'm a big, <laughs> big Lex Luger fan. Yeah, I liked him more in uh, in WCW. I was fine with both Lugers. Yeah. I mean, we all love his WCW thing, theme thing, theme, WCW theme. So yeah, check out the Fully Posable podcast. They had a great episode last week about a San Diego Comic-Con breakdown, and they just dropped a new episode yesterday on Sunday, which I will probably check out today. I was just uh, messaging with Ring Skirts about podcast, and he mentioned a show, and I was like, well, I listen to them on Wednesdays, and I listen to these guys on Mondays. I have like a schedule of when I listen to people, mm-hmm. unless like there's an interview or someone I really wanted to see, they get bumped to the top. So check those guys out at Fully Posable. There's a lot of podcasts out there, and... I really appreciate anyone that takes the time to listen to us because there's a million different choices. And even I get behind on shows sometimes too with yeah. ones I love and ones I like. So anyone- there's just so many coming out like every month. There's something new. Yeah. So really appreciate people that take <clears throat> the time out of their day, uh, their commute or wherever to listen to us ramble about wrestling and how much we love the ridiculousness of it and how fun it is. <sighs> I think we come across that way, right? Sometimes. I mean, I was... I was a little, I was a little complaining yesterday. I was complaining about the network update, but okay. it's, it's getting better. They're slowly figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, one more thank you. Thanks to Rad Chad. He sent me a copy of the last tape I needed for the Burger King Kids Club collection, <laughs> Ninja Turtles. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, I, saw, I saw you ask about that. On it's Twitter. right behind you. Check it out. Yeah. See it over there. Yeah, I see it. Doesn't look nice. All the turtles over Looks there. Looks great. I like it a lot. That was a big deal. Do you remember the turtles, the Kids Club tapes? No, no, I don't. No, yeah. So basically, you're a little older than me. Everyone knows the Happy Meals with McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they used to have the Burger King Kids Club, which was basically their version of the Happy Meal. And one glorious summer, or whenever these came out, you got a VHS tape with an episode of Ninja Turtles on it. And there was four of them. You got to collect them all. And I was only missing one. Now I have all four. So those were given away. You would make your parents take you to Burger King. Okay. Give me that cheeseburger. Give me that whatever. I want the tape. You yeah. got a little plastic toy. A tangible like one something. twenty minute episode. Or? Yeah, you can just watch over. Well, that's nice. And over and over again. That's real nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I remember it well. Totally off the subject, but the Burger King had some Xbox games. Like okay. it'd be like a Burger King game that you really? would get. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look more into it, but I got one. You never was, know what we're going to talk. Kind of you never <laughs> never know what we're going to talk about in this <laughs> it's show. Like a big headed, uh, you know, the king going around in like a bumper car. Like just to kind of play around, you just yeah. play bumper car. Whatever. Was it like it was. a download or a disc? No, it was a disc. Really? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> no, See, I want they, it. They're all uh, you know techie over at Burger King. Yeah, they know. The other what's ones up. giving away the plastic junk. Who <laughs> McDonald's? Is. Yeah, I like it. Which I heard they're going to stop doing the plastic stuff. Okay, I like it. You know, for the future. <laughs> for the future. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> We're doing a show here. You're ripping open a toy. I know, but I got to get this. Get to this. You got to get to Lex? You, you can talk over it. Now, I'm, I'm going to be distracted by you opening. So Eric is <laughs> opening up the Lex Luger uh, live unboxing here. We're not even going to charge you on Patreon to open up a pick, open up toys. <laughs> that That's saying other podcasts do that. Oh, do you, do you hear the cries of the inbox people? The Menton card people? <laughs> yeah, them people. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy. These guys, this is the narcissist Lex Luger WWE elite figure comes with a robe. <laughs> You're driving me nuts with this. <laughs> this is yeah, a great Luger. It is a great Luger. The only thing I wish there was, was I wish that robe was cloth instead of, you know, stiff rubber. Yeah, me too. I got the uh, bulldog and the same thing. It's a it's a plastic robe. It kind it's of a flag, sucks. right? It's hard to form. Yeah. yeah. Like the robe he used to wear for his entrance. 
I'm going to think of Lex. I like it. Me too. I'm glad you enjoy him. I, I have already got some nice stiff joints on the legs. It's his live reviewing here. Doing a little posing, mm-hmm. a little pose down. Where's his mirror? Did it come with a it mirror? It did not come with a mirror. Oh. You, I'm sure you could find a mirror with some toy you can't I'm with. I'm Michael's. <laughs> go to Michael's and get a little mirror. That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. Well, you're playing with that toy. Lex is going to be set up over there. Uh, thanks again to all, everyone we were talking about. Thanks to all the shout, uh, all the shout outs and everything. Thanks to everyone that listens. Before we get into this week's topic, I want to kick it over to our interview. We'll start off with that with Carrie. You could follow Carrie on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever else he is from at Collar. Let me, you know what? Let me let me confirm. Collar and elbow tie up. I mean, that's the brand of clothing. Oh. He is on Twitter at Collar. Here it is. Collar X Elbow WWE Carry. And if you go to Collar and Elbow uh, clothing brand, use the promo code Carry K E R R Y. You save ten percent. Uh, he talked about a lot of fun things, include what was that? Well, I broke it. Did you? No. Okay. A lot of fun things, including when Titus O'Neil stole his ketchup, how Drake Maverick almost ran him over, and other fun SummerSlam stories. Also, if you're going to SummerSlam for one of the first times, ooh, I like that pose Eric's got up in. <laughs> Take a picture of that and tweet it out right now. It's a side pose? Yeah. He's showing off the, the side abs. Yeah. Well, while I'm getting the interview prepped up here, Eric is going to go ahead and tweet out this picture of, of Lex Luger, the narcissist, narcissist Lex Luger. And here's the interview with Carrie. I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. And we're good now. Like I was just talking, uh, we got Carrie on the line, uh, trying something new with my Skype and GarageBand and everything where we're going to record something directly from Skype. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Carrie, how, how are you this morning out in Hawaii? I'm doing well. Sun's come over the mountains. Ocean, ocean's looking beautiful. Well, here in Chicago, we, we've had our two nice days of the year back-to-back, so you missed the two nice days, 75 uh, and 78 today. Man, y'all have had some extremes. I've been, I kind of keep tabs on the weather, you know, from the, the, one of the coldest days in history to, what, 106, 107 heat index? Yeah, it was a little warm, and I had my daughter's birthday party on Saturday when it was that hot, so everyone stayed inside. But it's okay. That's why we have AC. Exactly, yes. Uh, you guys, guys can follow Carrie on Twitter at CollarXElbowWWE. And then, of course, if you uh, want to support Carrie or the Collar, X Elbow, the Collar Elbow brand, uh, go to CollarElbow.com. And then you can use the promo code Carrie, K-E-R-R-Y, to save 10% on any purchases. They always have T-shirts and sweatshirts, and I'm sure they'll have some SummerSlam stuff coming up. So they support a lot of independent wrestlers, and Al Snow's behind it. So they're a great company to check, check those guys out. Uh, so we got carry on to talk about SummerSlam. We usually have carry on for the big 10 pole events that WWE has of SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. And this year, I don't know if you've noticed it, but everyone's really, really pumped that it's in Toronto this year. Have you noticed that at all? I mean, you're, you're a little bit far away, but I'm, yeah. everyone's like pumped about it. Yeah, I think, I mean, this part of it kind of misses going to New York and Brooklyn, but at the same time, Toronto's a fun city. I think people like the change, you know, I mean. I mean, now granted, if they hold it there for another three or four years, that feeling might go away. But sure, so you've been on there. You've been in Toronto before. Was the last rest? What was the last wrestling event you went to up there? In Toronto was the 2016 Survivor Series. Okay, and was that when they were still they they were starting to do like the NXT Raw or SmackDown like the whole weekend thing, right? Yeah, they okay. made it. They made. The, I know they were, they made changes to cancel some house shows and added a NXT Toronto Takeover, and then they added Raw. And that okay. was, they did three nights and did pretty well overall. 
is it the same arenas and everything this time around too? Uh, same arena, just you know, a new name, but same okay. arena. So I guess for people going there for the first time, even if they're local, how was it getting around? Was it easy? Was it like a pain like New York was last year? No, I, th- I thought it was pretty easy, pr- pretty safe. And I mean, even the lines at the arena, they went, they were so smooth. They had so many security lines open. You hardly had to wait at all. At least when I got there, I was like, oh, crap, we're already in, already passed. Yeah, for sure. And you know, SummerSlam card starting to shape up. It's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, with this year, too, they've got a mini, I guess, Access? What's it called? Sorry, is it SummerSlam Access? Is that what they're calling it? I guess it's more like SummerSlam meet and greet with a superstore. Yeah, exactly. So here, come spend your money here and meet people. Exactly. Uh, but from what I saw last year at the Rumble, it seems like this like mini access is going to be a little bit better than WrestleMania. It won't be as overwhelming. You could meet a bunch of people. Same type of thing, right? Same, but they've added new stuff. So, I mean, I know like for Mania, I think they did for Rumble too. You know, you had your... P VIP your VIP and your GA. Mm-hmm. Well, now they've added, you know, they're they're, they're tier. So there's platinum, gold, silver, bronze, and the platinum, you know, which is very limited, gets you a skip the line privilege to all the GA stars. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And that was they sold what like 25 or 50 of those tickets total. Uh, 25. And I don't think they've sold well given the price tag they asked for. How much were they? Do you remember? I want to say with fees in Canadian, it was a little over 600 Canadian, which is about Close to 400 US. I mean, I guess you're gonna have to pay the premium just like anywhere, but that's 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 pretty high for 600 bucks. But I think so, yeah. As, yeah, I mean, I granted, I think also, you know, I mean, I guess if they had a bunch of stars you wanted to meet, you could get in, get out, and there's and with your VIP star, you get to go like a private Q and A with them in the back, like all 25 of you and that wrestler, which isn't bad, I think, but right, still a lot of money. It is, but I mean, at the same time, too, if you do something like WrestleCon where it's a la carte, guys could be as much as $60, $70 a person or $50 a person. Oh, yeah. If you meet that many people, if you want those autographs, it's not – when you break it down, it's because you're not paying for autograph. It's not that bad. No, uh-uh. So, okay, so SummerSlam itself and the NXT uh, – are you going to Raw, SmackDown, NXT, SummerSlam, oh, yeah, all yeah. four? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, always, yeah. All four. So you got the – so this will be interesting, too, because SmackDown's Friday. And then that's going to lead right in NXT and into the, no, the no, SummerSlam. No, Smack, no, SmackDown's till Tuesday. Oh, you're right. You're, you're right. My bad. My bad. Yeah, because so I'm getting it confused because when Survivor Series comes, SmackDown's going to be Friday because by then yeah. it'll be changed to Fox. Okay. So are you getting there? What do you recommend people get there a day early, just get there day of? How's it going to go for you? Well, I mean, for my case, since I have to fly so far, I'm, I'm, flying, I'm flying out Thursday and getting there Friday just so I can kind of you know, get used to the six-hour time change and stuff like that. And I forgot honestly, about that. I, I want to get to the superstore and also just see my friends are getting there and hang out and relax before all the craziness starts on Saturday. Yeah, so uh, you you mentioned, and I've done this too when I go on trips, you run into people you see once or twice a year. So if people are thinking about, like, only going by themselves or solo, you'll run into fans and you'll have fun. For exactly. Sure. Talk with oh, yeah. Because you travel pretty much solo, but then you get there and you know everybody. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, we coordinate, Hey, where, where are we going to meet up you know, ahead of time and plan stuff out? Exactly. Exactly. Now with this year being in Toronto and I, this may be a silly question for, but for people that have never traveled out of the country, what do you, what's the, what do you recommend for exchange rate stuff? Just do all credit card, go to the, the duty shop at the airport. What would you do for that? I personally, since my card doesn't have transaction fees, perform transaction fees, I just use credit card and rack up the airline miles. It's just easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. you can. They, they, there's t- there's tons of places you, you can go. 
and exchange. But, you know, then you'll find some people that will try to rip you off and say, oh, no, that's not 20 Canadian. That's 20 U.S. I'm like, no, it's not. 20 Canadian is like 14, you know, U.S. Don't try to rip me off. So exactly. Also, for people that are going up there, Toys R Us is still in Canada. So you can get some wrestling figures if you go to a Toys R Us up there. Yes, they are. Yes. Uh, so that'll be interesting. The Superstore has any, like exclusives that we don't get down here in the States anymore because of the Toys R Us closing out down here. Uh, I, I don't know any other little before we get into some SummerSlam pasts and things like that. Any other little tips you can think of for people that are coming to a big a big weekend event, maybe for the first time? Um, if you're, if you're coming out of the country, make sure you have your passport and all your proper IDs. You know that is required. Um, and just you know plan things out. It's not crazy busy like WrestleMania weekend, but just plan things out so you're not missing out or feeling rushed on anything. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's true. I mean, my last WrestleMania trip, I was only there for three days and I was nonstop moving and I wish I would have stayed an extra day just to like breathe basically. So that might yeah. be a good idea for people to do too, because it, it gets packed, but it's, it's a blast and all that stuff too. What about, I think you gave this tip before for the ringside chairs, if people want one, but don't necessarily have those ringside seats, I think your tip was just to kind of wait after the show, as people are carrying them, saying, hey, I'll give you X amount of dollars for that chair, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is. Exactly, yeah. I feel free to offer. Uh, I mean, it never hurts to ask. Worst thing to say is, hey, no, sorry. <laughs> On a rare occasion, they might have chairs for sale at the merchandise stand. I've seen it, I think, two or three times in the past couple of years, so you, you never know. Yeah, and they're, they're fun. They're, they're cool souvenirs to have in your house. Like, if you have an office or something like that, too, they're cool to just... They're a good conversation piece, I found, too, to have. That, that too, yes. Or if you, if you have guests around our chairs, you have backup. Now, how many SummerSlams have you been to? Have you lost count by now? Or did, what, did uh, you start? Yeah, like, I see, 2005, 06, and then um, had to take a long break off, and then 2015 and on, yeah. And then 2015's around when they started the whole weekend thing again, right? Yeah, that's yeah. They started like the travel packages and stuff like that. Yeah, I think they actually started in, in eleven, but it was like a little bit. But twenty fifteen, they did uh, just Raw and SummerSlam, but then they last minute added in NXT as a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Then the following year, they added in SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now you get you get there obviously usually pretty early because you're in the front and you want to you paid your money you want to get your full dollars amount worth. So yeah. uh, you judging already that the lines go fast. What do you? What time would you say people get to the arena for these couple shows? An hour before, hour and a half before. Um, I say, I say, usually the gates open, the doors open about an hour and a half before showtime on the whatever's on the, what the printed ticket time. And I would say, I mean, you'd be fine to get there an hour or so ahead. Like I said, they have, if it was like if it was like Survivor Series, they're gonna have tons of different lines open. They're gonna get you through really fast. I mean, I was impressed. Twenty plus, you know, metal metal detector security lines. They got you through so fast. And, yeah. You okay? So did you mention you started back? You started back up going to SummerSlam in 2015, right? Uh, that, that's when I started going back again. Yeah. Yeah. So in your order. So what was like the oldest one you went to? Was it 2000? Was that the first Two, one you went to? Or was it before? The first time I flew out. Uh, 2000. The first time I flew out of state to see a pay per view. That was SummerSlam. Really? So that's kind of like a fun little tidbit for you to remember. The first one ever flying for. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Well, it's, well, it's funny. The guy who sat next to me on the plane. I actually had the seat next to me at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So SummerSlam 2000 was also a good show. So what's been your favorite one that you've been to? Because for me, SummerSlam is my, my, probably my second favorite pay-per-view of the year. It's kind of past Rumble, at least in the past couple of years for me, because as I've grown older, the Rumble's kind of lost a little bit of its luster. But what's been your favorite SummerSlam that you've been to? Oh, uh, uh, 
2000 will always be special, but you know, uh-huh. even but also 05 Hogan and Michaels, there's something special about the crowd and the atmosphere that night. Yeah, and that yeah. main evented too, right? That would Yeah, def- that main evented, yeah. And I mean, there's something different and special about that that night versus like, you know, when I went the following year, you know, Hogan and Orton and, you know, Edge and John Cena and stuff. It's like, it just wasn't the exact same. You know, it's like, eh, it's kind of lost a little bit, the specialness. So I'm looking here at the at the card for, for SummerSlam 2000. The main event of that one was The Rock beating Triple H and Kurt Angle in a triple threat match. You've got three basically Hall of Famers there. Yeah. Uh, Kane versus The Undertaker in a no contest, which is just legends. And then, of course, a very, a huge history-making match. The Cat beat Terry in a stink face match. You got yeah. to see that, too. <laughs> yes. But yeah, but but witnessing Shane fall off the stage backwards, you know, mm-hmm. in that hardcore match with Steve Blackman in the first ever TLC match, mm-hmm. and that's just that's hard. That's hard to beat in some, some ways. Just, and I think also I'm probably biased because it was the first time I flew to, out out of state to see a pay per view. Mm-hmm. So what? I guess I'll ask you this: What like said? All right, I'm gonna go to North Carolina from where you were ever living at the time. Like I'm gonna get in the plane and go. Like what? What pushed you to go? Well, I, I thought about going to WrestleMania 2000, and I, you know, why not go to shows? I'm like, you know, I'm in college, but I'm working, I'm saving some money. Why not just go and have you know, just go to it? Why not? Yeah. And I didn't go to WrestleMania 2000, and I was like, you know, well, shoot, why not? You know, and oh. I just call, I called, I called up the airline, asked how much it was. The plane ticket was nowhere near what I thought it'd be. Like, oh, cool, I can afford that. And then uh, when a line ticket master said they had fifth row, but I called in, they said, no, no, we got a second row for you. That's- I bought it. And- that's hilarious. Well, what it's funny you called the airline. Now you'd go on your phone and book exactly. Your flight. Yeah, this- and you called the arena, which now they'd be like, "No, go on Ticketmaster.com. We don't have any tickets." Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, this was like, yeah, we still had dial-up back then, so 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 waiting in virtual lines and stuff. Well, that's fun. That's a fun yeah. one. So, all right, what about a couple, maybe some standout matches or moments? You mentioned the Shawn Michaels versus Hogan that you've been cool for you to be there for because it's different being there than watching on TV. Oh yeah. So what are a couple um, moments? A couple moments from from all the Summer Slams. Uh, yeah, just just a handful. Just pick up with some of your favorite ones you can think of. Oh man, um, <clears throat> you know, last year I thought they did a great job teasing the Braun cash in because people are starting to leave, and as soon as they played his music, people ran back to their seats, and Vince knew what to do to keep people in their seats. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, uh, AJ Styles, John Cena. That was a man. That should have made a minute that year. Yeah, that was the year that uh, it was Balor versus Rollins being invented, right? That was that was the year. Uh, yeah, well, that and then uh, that and uh, Lesnar and uh, Orton closed out the show. Oh, that's right. I was just think talking about how ridiculous that was. They just decided to have Lesnar elbow Orton in the head. Like that was. Yeah. Like, what was the arena like for that? Was everyone like, was that supposed to happen? Type of thing. I think it was kind of like, okay, what the fuck is this? And also, you're kind of after the after the Cena, AJ Styles match. You everyone's like was just tired. I'm like, yeah, yeah. we could have we could have gone home after that and been been happy. Like that should have closed out the show. The the kick out where Cena kicked out, or I'm sorry, AJ kicked out of like the super AA from the top rope. Where does that rank for you as far as like I can't believe that just happened? Oh um, man, that was like holy shit. I'm like, and they're just, I mean, people can say what they want, but man, you know, you know, it takes two to tango, and Cena put up his end of the bar, end up end of the bargain too on that match. You know, it wasn't all AJ carrying him. Did you go to the Rumble for the Rumble match too? Were you there for that in San Antonio? Yeah, yeah Alamodome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think was better? There's a, there's a debate online currently. It seems uh, like. Well I, well, I was also there for the Money in the Bank one too, in the first one in Vegas uh-huh. in 2016. Yeah. So where, where is the SummerSlam one tops or the other two go near it? Oh man, that's shoot. That's 
I mean, they're both all. I mean, all three are right up there. It's hard to say. I have to go back and watch them again. Yeah, I'll, I'll, say that, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let say, you go back and watch them. I would. I probably say go. SummerSlam 16 takes the slight edge, but that's like, you know, if you got three test papers, one's a 99, one's a 98, one's a 97. <laughs> you're happy with all of them. That's, that's that's a really good analogy for sure. Uh, is there anything that you've seen so far for the card this year that you're like, okay, this will be cool, getting to see that. You know, I'm actually liking the Bailey Ember Moon match. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm kind of liking that. Yeah, I'll be curious to see where it goes. Um, I'm not, I'm not exactly overly thrilled with another Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match, but you know, we'll see what happens. Let it play out. It might be good. They might have some surprises. You never know. Yeah, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt just because they had their triple threat with Cena, which was amazing. Yeah. And then the WrestleMania match was kind of just like a mini squash two minutes i'm interested to see if they have time what they can do so i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and see if they have time well and maybe with certain new people in charge of creative if they if they let their ideas flow maybe something you know really surprising will come out yeah yeah for sure anything i mean what about the natalia becky lynch which has kind of come out of nowhere i think that can i can i think that can be great you know i said it depends on you know i'm curious to see where it leads to honestly but i think that also could, could be a good one too a big hot topic after WrestleMania last year was the length of these shows. And we've talked about it before. We're like, you know, whatever. It's not every year they're that long. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think SummerSlam should be just a four-hour show? Should they go over it a little bit because it's one of the ten-pole events? Uh, you know, as, I think as long as it's paced right, I mean, four, four and a half hours isn't bad. You know, yeah. I, I don't really count the pre-show that much. You know, it's like I, I just I try to look at just that pay-per-view itself. You know, four, four and a half hours isn't bad. As long as as long as it's done right, nothing's rushed. You're not putting matches out there just to get people a spot on the card. I mean, I mean, for you to say that, that's good because you're like the announcers. You don't get up and leave your seat to go to the bathroom or get water or anything. You're there the whole no, time. And I, and I tell you, that's a real challenge on Mania Week. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you know what? You're going to be baking in the sun in Tampa, so maybe you have to change your rule or get a Camelback or something for that. Uh, well, I kind of do it. I'll do it like Orlando, and I'll do it like they have a San Jose. I'll just dehydrate myself, you know, and then I'll and survive. You'll survive. You'll survive for sure. I'll make it work. Yeah, make it work. You know, do what you got to do. And then speaking, of, obviously, we you saw the mania travel is, or um, issues after the show. People getting stuck on the train or waiting for trains. Do you remember in Toronto? Is it pretty easy to walk back to the hotel areas? Most, is it? Most things are actually pretty walkable. It's you know, it's kind of. I would almost compare it to, to New Orleans, you know, with okay. the walkability stuff, honestly. You know, going to the convention center, the walks might be a little longer, but Toronto's a safe city. You know, it's you're not going to be. Fine. Yeah. And it's not like. It's going to be fine. I mean, after Mania this past year, New York and New Jersey, anything's going to be a breeze as far as getting around, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. We, we had a, a survey thing with some WB people after that. And we, I, I let them know how I felt about like that with like the travel package. I'm like, you know, y'all really could have done some kind of travel thing for that, a bus like you've done in the past, because that was just an absolute pain in the ass. We, we found a cab and luckily we were able to squeeze in. I rode in the trunk and it was fine, but. Uh-huh. Oh, from after Mania, you're saying? Yeah, after Mania, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, you lucked out, you know, because my friend got stuck till 2 a.m. in the rain waiting for a train, so. Oh, yeah, nah. <laughs> well, and even that, like getting to access was like a pain. You know, so yeah, that's why. Like I, you know, I, I a Charlotte ticket opened up last minute on Ticketmaster. I had something I needed to get her signed. I just bought. I bought it. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, Superstore, buy my stuff. That's it. Yeah, for Didn't, sure. Was it wasn't even gonna go. And like until I got that last minute thing, I was like, okay, do it. 
get it signed, and, I, and then I got out. Yeah, it was more for me. The thing was like I had a a Bailey VIP signing, and then I had to get back to my hotel to drop my stuff off in Manhattan, and mm-hmm. then get back on the train to get to Barclays for NXT. So it was just a lot of back and forth, which was a little yeah. Annoying. But well, it's what yeah. it is. It's what it, I actually took an Uber back from Access because it was raining. I'm like, I'm too old, and I I'm not that broke. I could afford a fifty dollar Uber to get back to my hotel. I'm not gonna wait in the rain. Yeah, no, that's what I, that's what I did a couple of times. Just so you know, screw it. I, I just I, I don't have time for this stuff. I gotta you know I don't have time to wait. I gotta get going. Yeah, sometimes it's it's you know just skip a skip the drinks that night and pay for an Uber for me. Sometimes at least that's how I look at it. Well, exactly. I'm, yeah, and for peace of mind, just like, you know you can get there and have a little extra time for your body to rest can make all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So you're coming in. You said Thursday or Friday in for uh, the leaving leaving here Thursday night. I'll get in there uh, Friday late morning. And you're going to give yourself at least a couple hours to try to readjust your body to for the five hour difference. You just you're just hitting the ground running. Uh, well, I'll see. I land hotel, drop my stuff off, probably rest for a tiny little bit, or grab some food, go to the superstore, see what they've got, and then go back and chill and rest, mm-hmm. and then meet up with friends that night. For the mini access thing, who do you got to meet? Do you have anything specifically scheduled yet for who you're going to meet? Uh, well, they, I got an AJ Styles with my package, which I'm looking to sell. But I did buy a Becky Lynch because I have this other item I need her to sign so I can put on my wall. Uh, so if I guess if you guys are looking for an AJ and you're in Toronto, caller X Elbow WWE. Shoot him a note on Twitter. He can work something out with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm just looking to get you know some money for. It. I'm not looking to do a StubHub price type of thing. Yeah. Just basically what's. The, the face value of it is face pretty value, much right? or even, 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 face value minus the fees and I, you know I'll, I'll make it in u.s dollars not can, not the canadian price tag very successful so collar x elbow wwe guys if you're looking for an aj ticket and you're going to SummerSlam, he's got one of the he's got a decent autograph nothing crazy oh no he decent. does i just i've already there's nothing I, i'm already doing becky lynch because i bought this um plaque with a piece of table that she slammed charlotte through when she won that mm-hmm. match at evolution so are you going to have her sign like the plaque or was it like the, yeah, the piece I'll have, I'll have her awesome. sign the plaque. I got Charlotte to sign it by her and I'm going to have Becky sign it and then I'll put it on my wall. I like it. I like it. That's a very cool piece of memory. After after it's all done, take a picture so everyone can see it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. All right. I think that's pretty much it for all the SummerSlam stuff. It's like I said, it's not as big as Mania, but it's still a very, very fun weekend. And yeah. especially being in Toronto, I think the party scene up there the herd's a little crazy so take it easy everybody make sure you you rally uh yeah. without and don't, I think and don't be thrown by the price tags remember that's canadian you know so if it's you know if it's 10 bucks canadian is probably about six dollars us so keep that in one, mind one more tip is call your credit card company and let them know you are traveling there yes 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 because they may some have security issues that they'll pause your card so let them know you're traveling yeah that happened to me back in 2002 many 18 all of a sudden you know i, I had used my card a few times and all of a sudden I went to buy merchandise to stand it was declined and they thought yeah it was stolen all these charges are racking up in canada so yeah definitely do that should have been like look at all the wrestling stuff i buy you should have known this was me should have called them exactly up. yeah <laughs> But Canada and be, makes and, and beware if you see Titus O'Neil hide your ketchup. He's a thief. Okay. All right, let let's hear that story real quick because you have a couple of funny wrestler stories. One where someone almost ran you over, and two Titus. Yeah, Drake Maverick. Okay, let's hear the two stories. Go ahead. Okay, so we're, we're walking back from the arena from Raw in Phoenix the night after the Rumble, my friends and I, and we have the right of way to walk. The lights up says walk. He's in the left hand turn of the SUV. He's checking out some of the producers. Some of the young girls or producers are walking through. He's just checking them out. And while the car is going forward, he has a, keep in mind, he has a red light. He has no business going. 
<laughs> and I keep yelling at him to stop, and he keeps coming at me, almost running me over. I finally slap his hood of the car. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Well, I suppose you're happy then that our truth beat him last night for the 24/7 yeah. title. I mean, I don't know what I don't know. How, I mean, I don't know. Like, I know he's married now, but I'm like, does your wife know you were checking out those three hot asses walking by the whole time? I almost ran over a fan. <laughs> oh my God! That's, now let's hear a more funny story with Titus stealing your ketchup. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you know, it's after the Hall of Fame. We're at the you know we're at the hotel restaurant where the wrestlers are. We're, there's four of us at a table, and then uh, one of our friends that works for the company came over to talk to us. She. Um, as good friends with Sue, the lady got inducted for the Warrior Award that night, and we were just talking, catching up. We were, in, to make it simple, we I said four burgers, fries, that's it. You know, make it simple. They were slam packed, and we're talking, and then all of a sudden Titus reaches over, steals our ketchup, and walks off. And we're all the four was like, did he just? I'm like, yeah, he just took it. So he came back. We called him out on it. He's like, well, y'all weren't using it. I said, well, yes, did we order four burgers? They're about to. So and he didn't bother to apologize, go get it back, get us another. He just walked off. I'm like, dude, you don't have any manners or anything. Oh man. Well then, I guess. At well, Braun if anybody, a, at least Braun Strowman was polite enough to ask, hey, do you mind if we borrow that real fast? I'm like, sure, sir, go no problem. Then he gave it right back. Well, okay. Well, anybody sees Titus at SummerSlam weekend, steal his condiments to get Kerry uh, revenge for Kerry. Steal his condiments. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, anything else before we wrap up? Uh, that's all I think of off the top of my head right now. All right, cool, man. So follow him at CollarXElbowWWE. Uh, I'll probably see you in November when I'm. you're going to have to come here in the cold, and I'll be laughing at you because you won't be used to it. So no, I for won't Survivor, be. Survivor Series NXT weekend. So uh, we'll see if they announce anything special besides the events for that. But as of right now, it's just the the four events. Uh, but either way, that should be a fun time. Chicago is always a fun wrestling it, city. So It'll be a fun time. You know, at the Donald E. Stevens Adventure Center, maybe they'll have a small access meet and greet. You never know. Yeah, that's true because they have – they have the Comic Con there all the time. They're they're easily set up for a meet and greet, so they can do it for sure. Oh, easily, yeah. And if not, there's always you know promos around town, like Cricket Wireless Store or, or Barnes and Noble or something. There's there's yeah. there's meetups for people. So. And apparently, I think Toys R Us is having Canada's having a lot of meet and greet autograph signings. So my friend told me he he's going to give me a list later on. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, keep an eye out for that too. That's that's very good to know. I know a lot of people in the uh, fig life community get their action figure signed and, and stuff like that. So keep an eye out for that if you're heading up there. Uh, that's all, guys. We're again thanks to Carrie for coming on, and it's Collar X Elbow WWE. You could follow him on Twitter, and if you go to Collar and Elbow and pick up a T-shirt, sweatshirt, whatever, use the promo code Carrie K E R R Y, ten percent off your entire purchase, and that includes clearance items, I believe, right? It does, yes. And those shirts are so much better than what WWE has out. So much better quality. Oh, man. Me and uh, KP were talking. We're like, man, it's like you're wearing a towel with those WWE shop shirts. I don't know what happened. Yeah, lack of quality. I guess, I guess. But hey, they raised the price, so it's fair. Exactly, yes. <laughs> they raised the price. So, the cool, guys. Thanks. Out. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> another thing, if you're looking for merch and you don't want to, you're not sure, the shop is always cheaper than the Superstore. So. Yes, for real, yes. But, you know, but I get it because the international people from like the UK and stuff, the shipping costs kill them. So they have to buy it when they're here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Thanks for coming on, Carrie. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you again to Carrie for coming on. Thanks for always coming on and being cool. He was one of the first guys that came on when we first started mm-hmm. and really helped us gain a little bit of an audience. You know, he's got a bunch of people that know who he is just from the wrestling community and the live event community. So thanks for coming on. Color X double WWE. Follow he's him. No, he's an OG. Yeah, he is an OG for the PPW podcast. Mm-hmm. 
So, thanks so that for coming snap, the snap you heard before the interview. Can, when can, I, I, can I get to what our show topic is? Well, I'm trying to say it for 20 minutes. All right, go ahead. Can I just explain yep, this? Go I'm ahead. Sorry. So that snap you heard, the waist was tight. So when I finally got it to turn, uh-huh. that's what that noise was. All right. I'm glad you shared that with us. This week's so show, fine. Eric and I looked at, before, right before we recorded, a VHS copy of a tape called SummerSlam's Greatest Hits. came out in 1994 mm-hmm. on the covers Yokozuna and Lex Luger. So I would buy it. This is what by Good Times video, and these are little 60-minute videos, not the normal two-hour Coliseum videos. These are what I would call grocery store videos, where you know grocery stores would have a little movie section back in the day, mm-hmm. and I would the tapes would be anywhere from five to ten dollars. I'd beg my mom to get it. Usually, if they were five bucks, she would get it for me. And I definitely had this tape, and we watched it. It's nothing like great. It's basically a match from SummerSlam '91, '92, and two from '93. So there's four matches in the 60-minute tape. They're not complete. They're cut up. Gorilla Monsoon's hosting it in the Primetime Wrestling Studios. Uh, did you ever get any like these grocery store tapes? You remember getting them? No, I never for you? did. No, I didn't think so. I I had a few. I had this one. I had Wrestling's Greatest Champions, and then make, maybe the Brett Hitman Heart tape, but that was Coliseum Video. When you were yeah. a kid, getting something like this was huge because you would watch the crap out of it over yeah. and over and over again. Because if you didn't have the you didn't have the full pay per view tape. This is a good, you know, um, it's a Saturday night, you know, I'm in the house, not out with my friends for whatever reason, or mm-hmm. it's a Friday night after school, TGIF's over, Boy Meets World's wrapping up. Yeah. You pop that tape in and you, you maybe get some Doritos, <laughs> maybe a Pepsi in, one of those plastic cups, or a three liter, remember the three liter bottles of pop? Yep. You load up and you sit down and watch it. It's a good evening. <laughs> it's a good evening. It is. I did get a tape, it was, um, I think Coconuts. It was probably coconuts. like four ninety nine. Yeah. For time out for those people who don't know what is coconuts or what was coconuts. It was an old uh, uh, DVD and music store and video store. Is in the yeah. mall, right? VHS, sometimes DVDs, standalone. It was CDs, of, tapes. It, it was one of those places that were like laser discs. The CD was like twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, totally rip off. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. But I remember I, I went there because they had li- li- listening stations for the music. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was going through the mu- uh, the uh, the movies, and they had four ninety nine. It was NWO, like unofficial, like NWO first two years. Yeah, it's like a you know story of NWO. I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Uh-huh. So I mean, I guess I do have some tape, but it wasn't like when I was younger. Yeah, but like point, when I wasn't a kid, right? I was a teenager when I bought the NWO. Yeah, you, we, we talked about this before. You were more about to get the, the Hasbro's at like Jewel or right, yeah. something like that, which are also good, definitely good to get. Mm-hmm. But this was definitely one of those tapes I got as a kid and watched the crap of crap of crap out of mm-hmm. tape opens up with gorilla monsoon just sitting there in the studio talking about the great summer slam matches we've had and i'm thinking not remembering what was on this tape maybe they're gonna go all the way back to 88 89 no yeah. first match is a good one brett the hitman heart versus mr perfect it was a good opener it was i, I mean, liked it it gets you right into the tape and this is and there the was a, there was a part where i asked you i said did they just cut out a big part of this and they you're did like, you're like yeah this is only a 60 minute tape yeah. <laughs> the match was like 30 minutes yeah they cut out <laughs> the middle part of it and but still it's got all the great bumps yeah you know you've got bobby heenan on commentary and i think he said like uh roddy piper who was also on commentary you know, your parents got you lost or something like or would get lost on purpose and never find you. Oh. And then Piper's like, easy boobs. <laughs> kept, calling, kept calling it boobs. Great they, they, they show uh, Stu and Helen Hart in the oh. audience and Bobby said that they snuck in. Yeah, they didn't get tickets. They <laughs> snuck in past the audience. Would you stop? Gorilla's yeah. on commentary. This was an amazing match. And I still think that the Bret Hart Mr. Perfect match from King of the Ring 93, which I also recently just watched, 
is better than this one, but this one has a lot more significance as far as Bret Hart's career goes. It really pushed him into yeah. the main event. Although I contend <clears throat> Bret Hart wasn't a true main eventer until he beat Piper at WrestleMania 8. Okay. That's my thought on it. But I was more interested in Bret you know, from this because I didn't really see a lot of tag teams break up in one given like the shine. Yeah. Like I never really saw it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, the next person that happened to it was Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And, uh, and Bulldog got his little run, you know, when he was part of the Bulldog. So I, yeah. you know, I guess the Vince McMahon era, you know, started bringing out the, uh, the single, single stars. The singles the run. Yeah. I, maybe, I, maybe Butch would have gotten a run over Luke. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Maybe Bo yeah, instead of Blake. Oh, yeah, that's true. Who else Who else would have had a good run if they were broken up? Um, I mean, we tried. We've talked about We've had a lot have, of, like the head shrinkers. Yeah. But, I mean, one of them did. He turned into Fatu. Make a difference. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, we make we, a difference, Fatu. We talked a lot of a lot of Jenkos. Barry Darso lately, so he broke off to become the repo man. Yeah, good mid Carter crush, but he was yeah. repackaged. Both those guys were repackaged completely. Yeah. Like they weren't acknowledged that they were formally in demolition. Right, right. Whether tag teams will we say would be a good? I mean, I do like the Butch the call out. <laughs> he could have been the superstar. Yeah. I don't know. We'll put some thought into it. We will. We will. I mean, I, I was going to say the natural disasters, but they were singles before they came together. Mm-hmm. And then Earthquake became Golga when he came back. Yeah. I, I still blew my mind when I found that out later. That was Earthquake <laughs> in the Cartman shirt with the Cartman yeah. plush. Yeah. So Putting yeah, his the, hands in the air, waving around. With the ICP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First match, it, it couldn't go wrong. So I'm like, you're a kid watching this. You and I are yeah. like, all right, we're in for a treat tonight. I always forget about Coach. Me too. And that's like, okay. Oh, and that's probably okay to yeah. forget about. I hated him because he was so annoying with that damn whistle. Mm-hmm. I hated him. I hated the coach, which I guess is you're supposed to. Also, this match was very weird because Perfect had a short hair. And when he got like all sweaty, it turned into like a bit of an afro. It yeah. Kind of like weird. I forget he had curly hair. It just, <laughs> it just bugged me. Like weird things. It was I always wet. That's why. Yep. Uh, next matchup goes right into it, by the way. No intro. Undertaker versus Kamala, SummerSlam 92. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about Kamala? I mean, Kamala's cool for what he is, but I mean, the match I don't think was that great. It was terrible. It was. But I I always have like a little soft spot for Kamala because he was one of the guys where, when I was younger, I thought he was like a character. Did you think he was legit, not, couldn't speak English? Yeah. Really? I mean, I was was a kid. Yeah. Of course I believe that. I believe he had a handler, Kim Chi from Africa. Who's the Brooklyn brawler. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I believed all of that stuff. He had Dr. Harvey Whippleman. That guy I never liked. No? No. You were not supposed to. What about when yeah, he was shooting with was Howard Finkel? Weird, and then he had the thing with Bertha Faye, and I don't know. He was just an odd guy. <laughs> he's still he still works for the company. <laughs> okay, downtown Bruno he still works he's for the still company. An agent. I think so. I think he's like a like a gopher. He just gets stuff for people. Oh, okay, that's cool. He was at Talk Is Jericho a while ago. Oh, see the interview. Oh, speaking of Talk Is Jericho, so Joey Ryan was on Talk Is Jericho, mm-hmm. and it was a good interview. And then Jim Cornette just starts chirping back like. You know, Jericho, if you needed to, you were so desperate for guests, I could have came on this hack because Jim Cornette hates Joey Ryan and all that. And Joey Ryan finally just like talked back like, look, he's like, I've been independently wealthy for like the past 10 years. Right. I'm having fun and doing right, and me, self-employed. Meanwhile, you're just screaming curse words in your basement. Like who's the real loser here? <laughs> yeah. You know, they're going back and forth and Jim Cornette's just calling him out and I don't get it. Like whatever. I get like Jim Cornette is saying this is like unbelievable wrestling in my day, this and that. I'm like, yeah, well, and some of those tapes I watch, you, Jim Cornette, there's like 200 people in the crowd, so back up a little yeah. bit, you know? He's, Jim Cornette was always nice to me when I've met him before, 
and I'll continue to support Tim Hernandez. I think he's funny and entertaining, and I love his archive, like in that Beyond the or Dark Side of the Ring episode of yeah. the screw job when you saw like his shrine in his attic of all the wrestling stuff he has. Yeah, I, I, I have more respect for Jim Cornette probably in the past year or two than I ever had for him. I just, I always thought he was just just unrelatable, didn't uh-huh. understand anything. But the more I listen to his podcast now, it's like I don't know. It's like he makes a lot of good points. Yeah, and I understand where he's coming from. But you're getting older. I am getting older, and then he talks about finishes and this and that. I'm like, yeah, that would have been a better finish, or that would have been a better story, or that would have been this. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree with a lot of what how he says stuff. And also, I was listening to like 2016 episodes where he just like rails against like political stuff, and I'm like, that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, back to this match. Undertaker wins v disqualification after Kim Chi hits him in the stomach with his plastic hat. Yeah. And in the post-match, uh, Kamala does the big splash off the top, beats up Undertaker, kicks him in the back. Like, does a crescent kick, but, like, just hits him <laughs> in the square of the back. Doesn't get his foot high enough. Yeah. And the best part of this is Kamala's facial reaction after Undertaker sits up. Oh. Yeah. And then this match, you know, basically this feud continues through Survivor Series 92 where Undertaker mm. beats him in a casket match. That's what I thought that was. Because I haven't watched that stuff in forever. Mm-hmm. And when he comes out in the hearse, I thought there was a casket back there, but that never came to fruition so just you know this kind of mm-hmm. wonky finish and then we go back to gorilla in the studio and he starts talking about million dollar man trying to buy the title i'm like oh we're gonna see the summer 88 match no we see Und- or undertaker ted dibiase versus razor ramon from mm-hmm. summer 93 ted dibiase's last wrestling match in the wwf at least on pay-per-view i think that's the last match i'm sure ovp podcast will correct us later but that was the last match ted dibiase <clears throat> had pretty good match you know very weird for a greatest hits compilation, but it was a good match. Yeah. Maybe it was a hidden gem from the 93 show. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think this is the opening match of SummerSlam 93. Okay. It was good. Uh, basically all about Razor Ramon winning, getting a rub from a, a veteran, and he beats him with the Razor's Edge, and we were talking about how dangerous a move that is, and there's not much to say about this other than it's Razor no. Ramon. Bobby Heenan calls him a cheap Desi Arnaz impersonator, which is always good. Of course. Razor gets the win. You know, that's it. What, what else you, that's all you say? need to know? This feud started too because after Razor Ramon lost to the 1 2 3 kid on Raw, Ted DiBiase was like laughing at him and making fun of him for losing. And that's how this feud started. <laughs> like, you're not going to make fun of me. Put him in the Razor's Edge. Yep. And there our, you go. Our main event, Lex Luger. The main event of this tape, Lex Luger versus Yokozuna for the WWF title at. SummerSlam 93, where Lex didn't win the title for some obscure reason. I like the match. I know you did. Even with the nerve hold? <laughs> love the nerve hold. I, I don't know. I just love the elbow. I love the You mean the, the forearm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. The forearm. The, for, the, the steel-plated mm-hmm. forearm. It was good. It mm-hmm. was good. And I, the ending is still goofy. And I was trying to get your attention while you were on your computer. I said, oh, uh, Yoko's in there just do a tope suicida. <laughs> <laughs> tope suicida. Yeah. And the... Ending is so weird because so basically Lex Luger pulls his pad off his exposed plate forearm, mm-hmm. knocks Yokozuna out cold, and then he wins by countout but doesn't win the title. But all the wrestlers come down and celebrate like he did win the title. Yeah. And they lift him up on their shoulders and all that stuff. What the hell? Celebration. I of what? Know. I don't know. He won. <sighs> he won. Where would you rank SummerSlam 93's main event at <laughs> all time SummerSlam? <laughs> of all the SummerSlams? Yeah. We'll go. I mean, of all the ones that I've watched? Yeah. Uh, 
Top 15? <laughs> Top 15. Okay, I yeah. like it. <laughs> You've probably only seen 15 of them. <laughs> probably. I might have seen 18. I mean, the best one's going to be... I don't even know. Maybe Daniel Bryan versus John Cena. Cena. SummerSlam 13. Mm-hmm. What else do we got? SummerSlam 91. The main event was a wedding. Yeah. 92, Bret Hart versus Davy Boy. Probably that's not. That's probably going to be your number one main event, right? I mean, Undertaker versus, I mean, Undertaker versus Undertaker. Diesel versus King Mabel. The hits just keep on coming. Bret Hart versus. <laughs> the hits keep on coming. Bret Hart versus Undertaker, SummerSlam 97. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be my top main event for SummerSlam okay. history. Just off the top of my head. Maybe next week we'll do a little more prep on this and actually rank the under, uh, SummerSlam yeah, main event. We'll do that next week. We'll rank the SummerSlam main events. We'll watch them all. We'll rank them. When's SummerSlam again? September sixth. Uh, no, SummerSlam's in August. We've gone over this before. Oh my goodness! Because well, I'm when, thinking of my draft. Never mind. Your fancy football. fancy draft. <laughs> because when SummerSlam the season starts September fifth and mine's September first. Well, when SummerSlam ends, we know fall officially starts. It's Sunday, August eleventh. So it's coming up. So we'll have time. Yeah, hope so. Well, today's what August 29th or July 29th. So yeah, we can record it by night before night. We can record one next week. Okay, cool. That's what we'll do. So. That is literally it for the tape. There wasn't a lot to talk about it. The reason we had time to do it was because we have the interview with Carrie. Mm-hmm. This, the reason I picked this was this was a bit of an inspiration for me to potentially do a side project on my own with this podcast where I have so many random tapes like that and WWE home video. Like I have a tape that's like 45 minutes called like come get some. And it's about the women of the WWF. Like uh-huh. we're not going to do a whole show on that. But I'd like to watch it and like give a quick recap on it. I might do yeah. like a side show whenever I can, like bonus episode this week, and I'll do like a 20-minute talk about a tape, a review of a tape or something like that. You can mm-hmm. come to if you want. But it wouldn't be a full episode. <laughs> okay. This is kind of an experiment on it. And as you can see, doing a full episode just on this wouldn't have worked. And thank God we had the interview and talked about other stuff because there isn't much to talk about. But it's still... Yeah, but a- we can still do like a 30-minute show. It doesn't have to be an hour. Okay, well, maybe we'll start doing bonus episodes. Sure. Maybe I'll call you via Skype so you don't have to come over here. We'll do it in the middle of the- <laughs> Do it over speakerphone. Do it, yeah, over speakerphone, old school style. But yeah, that's- So that's, I get the tinny sound. So if you guys are interested in me looking at more tapes, some obscure, some not obscure, I may even do, look at the Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters tapes I have, or I might look at Ninja Turtles. You, you never know what you're going to find the PPW podcast. There you go. <sighs> That was going to be it for the that tape. What about uh, the, the Chicago Bulls three-peat tape? Yes, only the Bulls. <laughs> only 85 the Bulls. Bears? Do the, the tape Super, on that? Super Bowl shuffle? Well, there's a documentary on the 85 Bears. I'm sure there is. ESPN 30 for 30 or something mm-hmm. like that. But, but yeah, 30 for 30 on Ric Flair. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe See, all these good ideas we have to go forward here. Andre the Giant on HBO, Real Sports, interview or documentary they did last year. Again, all this stuff we have. The, how about the Resurrection of Jake the Snake? Yeah. Documentary, which is... A two-hour infomercial for DDP Yoga. Yep, <laughs> but he says it isn't. Yeah, that's gonna that's wrapping up the main topic for this week. So we can just ramble for the however much time you want. Starcast is coming up uh, the last weekend in August and the Labor Day weekend. You and I'll probably be there on that Saturday, right? Um, I'm looking at my calendar. It's, that would be August or that'd be August 31st or September 31st. 1st. Yep, I got nothing. The 31st. Yeah, so we will be there that Saturday to go down to Starcast to come say hi to us. We'll both be down there. Maybe J.J. Dillon will be lost again. I hope so. i like to get a picture of that. Of J.J. Dillon yeah. lost. <laughs> my, my mental picture isn't enough. I need I, a physical picture. Because <laughs> he's got that big suitcase. It's and just, the, a, just the look on his face. He was so confused and like, 
just curious like, why nobody would even like address or recognize who he was to, to say hey or do you need help <laughs> nothing <laughs> he just got treated like you know just some scumbag in the alley in chicago <laughs> just getting pushed along through the yeah. shelburne he's like keep moving move keep it moving grandpa <laughs> we're, tr- we're, trying- <laughs> we're trying to kill me and eric bischoff moving <laughs> And Dave yeah. Belter in front of the Nitro set. Yeah. We got to go meet uh, Noel Foley in the, Do in, the we? in the common lounge. Do we? Yeah. I think I said that. Like, I said hi to Noel. Like, I knew her. Mm-hmm. So she was just talking to me. Like, I, she knew me. And then I said something. And she's like, oh, we don't know each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. I should have said, yeah. Give me a free Because she didn't know. She thought she knew me. Oh, that's funny. You got to meet the beautiful people last year. They were super cool to you. They Those were. Like, Lots of fun stuff. I'm going to meet, so far, the only like confirmed meet and greets I have, I have the CM Punk meet and greet, and then the Kenny Omega meet and greet at one hour tease, or pro wrestling tease on that yeah. Sunday. As of right now- no I still get a little hot about that uh, Nitro set. Me too. We walk in, a goddamn Melter sitting in front of it, <laughs> Bischoff is over in a corner against a brick wall. Drinking a beer. Jeez. He had a strut that weekend, though. Bischoff he did. did. He was ready to roll around. And just to know that those two hate each other, you knew Melter knew he did that on purpose. But what was so funny was I listened to both their podcasts and Bischoff said, if I would have saw Melter that weekend, I would have had some he was words. Right there. And I know he was literally he was 10 feet from you, not even 10 feet. And you even <laughs> asked him, you're like, Hey Bischoff, what's up with the nitro set? He's I did. Like, and Bischoff's like, we're going to have words about that later. There was no words. <laughs> no. He just went to the bar. What a puss. He was nice to us though. Talked he was. time with us I and, like and talked to us. A couple pictures, he's a couple autographs. Dude. Yeah. We're going to have some beers together. Maybe. Talk some investments. I do not think Bischoff will be there this year because he now works for WWE. Yeah. So I'm glad we got to meet him. Me too. You know, we were just talking about guys we, we want to meet and maybe Scott Hall because who knows how long he'll be doing these conventions and autographs and stuff like that. He was talking about potentially having a job at the Performance Center coming up. So because he did a guest training, he was on Xbox yeah. podcast. So I could see him getting hired. And if that happens, these conventions are going to be pulled. It just happens. You know, yeah. they get busy. I saw him, uh, Kevin Nash, and uh, Xbox. Sean Waltman. Yeah. C2E2, I think 2015. Uh-huh. They were just kind of hanging out. It was on a Sunday, so it wasn't as busy later on. They were yeah. just kind of shooting the shit with each other. I just walked by and said, hey, and I don't know, just like normal conversation. I don't really want pictures. Not that I don't want them, but- You want to pay. My first thing, I'm not interested in pictures. I'm not interested in autographs. I just like to talk to, kind of just see if they're cool guys or not. Were they cool? They say, yeah. hey, what's up yeah, to you? Yeah, they were cool. Yeah. Was this when Scott Hall was sober? After D- post DDP, uh, I don't remember 2015. Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah, yeah, because he got inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2014. Okay, yeah, that seems so long. Like it happened so recently. Yeah, it does. You're right. Well, five years ago. Wow. Yeah. The conventions are fun, so we will be there at Starcast. Come say mm-hmm. hi to us. We'll both be there. Anything else before we wrap up? That's all I got. All right, cool, man. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to Carrie to coming on and sharing his SummerSlam stories and telling us about how Titus O'Neil stole his ketchup. And how Drake Maverick <laughs> almost ran him over with his car. Those are funny stories. Really right. appreciate him coming on. And uh, thanks for all of our listeners. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for, even if you don't listen, if you just follow on Twitter and tweet and stuff like that, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate that. And if you first time listening, check out the archives at SoundCloud or iTunes. You can find us there. Listen to every one of our old episodes. Apologize for the first handful of them where we're trying to get our feet wet and figure out what we were talking about. That's, that's, a, that's normal. People shouldn't it is, put I think, too much thought into it. I that. think in the first, very first episode, you like... I said, hey, this is Eric. You're going to go, oh, like the first thing you said was cough into the microphone. Sounds like something you would do, right? Yeah, of course. That's something I would do today. It is. <laughs> Not much has changed. Thank- I got more comfortable, I guess. Do Are you more comfortable now? Yeah, because I didn't, I was, I took too many notes and I was afraid of getting lost. And then I'm looking at my phone and it's just, I got lost and I don't know. You came to realize I'll always be able to there to 
pick you up. Well, I figured you're more like 80%. I thought we were doing 50-50, uh-huh. but you're more of the talker, so I'm just going like... Are you saying you want more mic time? No, I really don't, because that's when I start uh, flubbing. <laughs> and then you're giving me the look like... <laughs> you're like, oh, cool story. <laughs> and then we move on to something else. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be me. <laughs> okay. What's right? So I, f- I figure I just give you 80%. I, I fill in with the 20, throw in some uh, you know, good jokes and some laughs, and it's a good show. And good stories. I like it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next week. It's not a